This episode is brought to you by the Law Office of Joseph I. Marchant, focusing on real estate closings and probate matters. With 20 years of experience for services, contact Joey at 478-374-1505. The Riles Drug Stores are locally owned and operated independent pharmacy with pharmacists that live in the neighborhood, know patients by name, and are dedicated to keeping you, your family, and our community healthy. They offer fast, friendly service with competitive pricing and free delivery to the surrounding counties. Remember, Riles Drugstore also has Riles Outfitters conveniently located inside, a boutique that offers home decor, gifts, and clothing for men, women, and children. Shop local and make our community a better place to live. Call today at 229-868-6735 or stop by at 12th South 2nd Avenue, McCray Helena, for help with any of your needs. The Merchants and Citizens Bank is a proud sponsor of Throwing It Around. They've been a vital part of the local community since 1929. They offer traditional products and services People have come to expect. In addition, they offer internet banking, mobile banking that includes mobile deposit, ATM banking, and telephone banking. For all your banking needs, please call at 229-868-5656, or you can choose to visit on the web at www.merchantsandcitizensbank.com. In the middle of tax season, please go see Milton CPA Services, LLC, your locally owned full-service accounting, auditing, and tax preparation professionals. Please visit... For all your bookkeeping and taxation needs to help keep you, your family, or business running smoothly, for expertise and peace of mind, call on them. They're located in the old Security State Bank building in McCray Helena. Call at 229-868-5614 or visit on the web at www.miltoncpaservices.com. Vineyard Doodles. If you're looking to add a new member to your family, visit them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their website at www.vineyarddoodles.com. Check them out now because they have a, a new litter of golden doodles. They sell fast. The Cannon Law Firm. The Cannon Law Firm is a general law practice focusing on real estate transactions, family law, criminal defense, social security disability, and personal injury. Call attorney Lee Cannon and his staff to assist you with all of your legal needs. With locations in McCray and Eastman, the Cannon Law Firm offers you big city expertise with the charm of small town service. Calico's has a lot to offer with home decor, special holiday items, and an array of flags and mailbox covers for your home. Calico's also has a lot of Georgia Bulldog merchandise to offer. They also have new spring accessories arriving daily, so go go see Miss Peggy and her fine folks at Calico's located at 215 Main Street, Eastman, Georgia. They are open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can also call them at 478-374-2551 or like them on Facebook and follow them on Instagram. Now, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Throwing It Around. We're here um, with episode 18. The Knights of Middle Georgia are just a little over halfway through the regular season, and now it's time to look back with Coach Hewitt and see just how they've done. Welcome to the midseason report. So enough of the small talk. Let's get to it. It's great to be sitting down with you again, Coach Hewitt. So how are you? And I'm sure... You and Coach Wimpy have been very busy since the last time I was sitting in your office. Oh, gosh. It's that, yeah. I don't even remember. It's been so long ago. I think we're back in the fall, I think. Yeah, yeah. gosh. Um, it's, been, it's been very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's been a fun ride. It, I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but it's mm-hmm. been a very exciting season. Season, But just, just busy. Absolutely, absolutely. So what we'll do is go through and break things down in categories to make things easier, and we'll do mm-hmm. our due, due diligence with each one. So we'll start with the offense here. And we'll say um, it's a great place to start. As of yesterday's doubleheader with Faulkner, I know y'all had to go to Alabama yesterday and unfortunately split. And I, I, you could probably say that y'all probably should have come away with the sweep, according mm-hmm. to what, what you told me yesterday. So as a total, if I did the math right, I'm sure y'all have put up 
183 runs this season. That's uh, due, in fact, to a great start towards uh, toward the very front of the season. So some games made that jump a lot quicker, as I said, with like with run rules and such. So your overall thoughts with the offense th- so far this year? Offense is carried us pretty much. It's it's been outstanding. Um, we have hitters one through nine that have been really strong at the plate. Um, I used to be a really big small ball type of coach, mm-hmm. and with this roster I've had, this lineup, I haven't done much small ball. They've mm-hmm. been able, you know, work gaps and get the runners in. And, and yes, we have 16 home runs on the season, but we're mm-hmm. more of line drive mm-hmm. type of team. But, no, nah, it's, it's, the offense has been big for us, um, especially with how many runs you said. Mm-hmm. What did you say? 180? 183. To 80. To 80. That's, uh, yeah. oh, that's impressive. That mm-hmm. is very impressive. Um, and it's crazy. Like you said, yesterday we walked right away with a split, and that was tough. But it was only tough because it was our second time of the season being shut out oh, that yeah. first game. So it's like our offense kind of didn't do its job and, mm-hmm. and what we've been used to. So that's something we have to get back to being focused on is, is relying on working gaps. All right, right. And I, I was actually talking with my uh, daddy about this yesterday, and it was kind of weird to see how, I mean, you, the, both offenses really from both teams didn't really do a, a good job. You could say both ways, not just mm-hmm. with us yesterday, because there's shutouts in both games. You could see that there were some struggles both offensively with uh, with y'all and Faulkner, mm-hmm. I would say. For sure, yeah. yeah. So just a little additional point, you've already made the point about home runs, but I'll say this. A, a good handful of, the, of these runs – have come from the home run, but the majority of the time this team has shown themselves to be very capable of, at capable, very and very effective at scoring runs with the singles and the doubles and the occasional triple, as you've always said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, that speed that helps. I mean, mm-hmm. we have so much speed, but again, mm-hmm. it's the power. It's it's oh, done its job. For oh, sure. absolutely. And I've noticed before too, like whenever this team's really on and like on their p's and q's, you can tell that they are very aware of like the. Uh, the fielding scenarios like where outfielders may be shaded to pull or maybe go the opposite way. You could see that they're able to actually shoot those big gaps. I know I've seen a couple of games where I know some of our uh, some of y'all's right-handed hitters have been able to go towards right field whenever mm-hmm. they'd be shaded to pull. I mean, you get that big of a gap and just, like shoot it down the line, you can run for days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's big with us is driving that outside pitch and hitting behind our runners. That's something we need to focus on and, mm-hmm. and continue to do. Absolutely. So let's go uh, jump on to the uh, defense now. It'll be our next topic. Um, after yesterday, the the team has surrendered around 80 runs, so that puts the season score at 183 to 80, 103 more runs than our opponents. So uh, it's, a, it's a huge achievement and a stat to look at widening the gap as the end of the regular season gets closer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's just so impressive to me, the mm-hmm. difference. Because, uh, mm-hmm. again, we do have a great pitching staff, so our pitchers have been able to hold people to, to less runs, and our defense has had their back. I mean, I've seen so many ESPN plays this year with, with mm-hmm. our defense. Um, it's, it's been awesome to watch, but out hitting people like that, that is, that's fun too. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You and I have discussed uh, at length before, uh, off the record per se, that this number should be lower for, I know some of these games should have been won taking away taking taking away more sweeps than usual. So you could you could probably point out particular games. I'm sure if we sat here long enough and talked uh, talked and looked at every game. So I mean, is there any I would say double header in particular that you might point out to say we probably should have come away <laughs> with what come away with a sweep 
instead of and possibly widen that 183 to 80 gap. Uh, do we want to make myself depressed right now? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. even early on the Reinhardt yeah. game, it, mm-hmm. it we were hitting so well that day. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we were out hitting them. Mm-hmm. And and one ball we didn't go for was the change of the game on that one. Mm-hmm. Thomas, we went in extra innings and it, we were away, so they were just right. able to clutch that that run when we couldn't. Um, but the biggest ones that were most upsetting, I think, were the ones at home with Mobile and um, William Carey because we were going into the top of the seventh and we were winning. Mobile, we were 2-0. Um, and then we just – it was errors. It was errors. It, it was just – that was depressing because they ended up going 3-2 and we weren't able to get uh, a tie or anything mm-hmm. in the bottom of the seventh. So um, – and the next day, playing William Carey, going into the top of seventh, was one nothing, And again, kind of mm-hmm. just errors. Yeah, Whether they're mental or physical, mm-hmm. they were errors. Mm-hmm. And and there was on two outs that those right. teams both came back and, and took the lead on us. Um, actually, the William Carey game, I, I they tied it up. And then we ended up going 10 in. And yeah, that was a long day. Oh, it was oh, a... That was a long day. <laughs> and just going... And the day before being yeah. so, you know us giving up the game, and then we do it the, set the next day with two top teams, those were two probably the biggest ones that I just look back on and I regret. I'm like, mm-hmm. can we redo those days? Oh, um, absolutely. But, I mean, when we went to Truett, we got we got swept, and those were, I think, just two games that it was like we tip, we I was able to tip my cap to Truett because they showed up to play. Mm-hmm. Like they straight up just showed up, and, and they outplayed us. Especially the first game. Second game, it was a fun game. We kept going back and forth, and, and they ended up hitting a home run to walk us off. But that was – you'll just tip your cap on those games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I know one, one point I'll pull out from – go back to the offensive umbrella or offensive don't. I'll kind of pull it out and have it as a single point. We're talking about base running or base stealing, per se, once the girls get on base – kind of an isolated point so I've seen just firsthand how dangerously effective these girls can be and I know whenever I watched uh, the game over when y'all went to Hattiesburg to play William Carey I know I even told you this after uh, after the game when it, whenever y'all came back home that the uh, announcer over there was like very uh, gave y'all very high praise about how being good base runners and how his words being putting on a clinic whenever y'all were actually real focused and on your P's and Q's about it so they've created some nightmare scenarios for some teams in the past, and this goes back to my singles and doubles point. ABC softball has won a lot of games for y'all before, but but with the base stealing ability with this that this team possesses, you can sometimes take the B out of ABC softball. Like for those that don't know what ABC means in this point, it's like get them on, get them over, get them in. Mm-hmm. They're getting themselves over per se. So they're taking the B out of ABC sometimes. Yes, and that's yeah. again, that's where we don't have to rely yeah. on that small mm-hmm. ball of moving our runners. We're mm-hmm. able to steal and mm-hmm. and get in those positions where we can score with the base hits. Mm-hmm. So that is is very impactful and beneficial for you. Oh, absolutely. I know this, uh, some recent examples in the past. I know I can I if I start naming names, I'll get it wrong. But I've seen where y'all would draw some walks and then all of a sudden like if the pitcher's not paying attention there's no there's no thought of stopping at first like if they're not paying attention mm-hmm. it's straight to second base so you might as well go ahead and say a walk turned into a double yeah. already yeah. yeah oh no we're really big on reading mm-hmm. defense oh, yeah. and, and putting pressure on them because if we're able to get the bag that's 60 feet that w- is given oh yeah so. absolutely this part of the game this part of the game is one that's like very easy to mess up. People who aren't around the game as much, 
of, of as much as some of us would say, or they would rightfully assume that a great base runner would need to be a speed demon, and that's not true at all. So I mean, don't misunderstand me. Speed's mm -hmm. a huge plus mm -hmm. for a runner and can help tremendously with defensive pressure, but you're not necessarily behind the eight ball without speed. I mean, great base runners are, are smart yes. as their first point. They're smart. Mm -hmm. They know what to do and when, and they know what to do and when they need to do it. So that they know, they know this by repeatedly studying and executing scenarios, whether that's in their head or out there on the diamond. Because I know you've said, I've seen them practice posts on Instagram before, is y'all go through and y'all run through scenarios all the time. So mm -hmm. you kind of, kind of, kind of comment on that. Oh, I mean, you got to put them in those situations mm -hmm. because in the game, it's not where you need to try something new. Mm -hmm. Like we need to be able to be aware and, and practice. And, and one thing that is big this year is if the pitcher steps out of the circle, it's a live ball. Mm -hmm. It can be their heel, like an inch of their heel out of the circle is a live ball. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we're big on. Like you said, you don't have to have speed, but if you're smart and you're aware and heads up, you mm -hmm. can advance and get that bag. You have to make sure there's not coverage, they're out mm -hmm. of the circle, and you have to move in that point. And mm -hmm. we've actually executed that recently and that's just it's something that we keep doing at practice and now putting into games so oh absolutely i mean we, it goes to the point of i know you've heard people say before that it's a chess match between batter and uh between pitcher and hitter and then now now there, you can also make the point about it being a chess match between runner and pitcher now like mm -hmm. like you said if the run if that runner is aware of what they can do in certain scenarios that you catch that girl unaware about She's thinking, oh, she's on first. All right, all I got to do is run, uh, worry with a runner on first. She's far away from home now. You catch that little bit of foot outside that mm -hmm. circle, and like she takes off and is like, well, dang, I got to pay attention. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, yes. And our pitchers are learning that as well. Mm -hmm. There's a couple times I'll be like, Reagan, stay in the circle. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't give them something that we look for. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You, you definitely don't want to get beat at your own game that yeah. you're really good at. For sure. Mm-hmm. So let's take a quick sponsor break and thank these sponsors uh, again towards the middle of this episode. Want to big give a big thanks to Calico's. You go check them out and on 215 Main Street in Eastman. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Go follow them on Instagram and like them on Facebook, or you can call for any information at 478-374-2551. You can go see the Cannon Law Firm with locations in McCray and Eastman. The Cannon Law Firm will offer you big city expertise with the charm of small town service. Vineyard Doodles, if you're looking for a uh, new me member of the family, go visit them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their website at vineyarddoodles.com. Milton CPA Services, in the middle of tax season, if you need help with uh, accounting, auditing, and tax preparation, visit them in the old, old Security State Bank building, McCray Helena, or call at 229-868-5614, or go to www.miltoncpaservices.com. Merchants and Citizens Bank being a vital part of the McCray Helena community since 1929. You can call at 229-868-5656 or go visit on the web at www.merchantsandcitizensbank.com. Riles Drug Stores on South 12 South 2nd Avenue in McCray Helena. You can go visit them there for all your pharmacy needs or go into Riles Outfitters to get all your uh, clothing needs, all sorts of other things. Call at 229-868-6735. In the law office of Joseph I. Marchant, with 20 years of experience with probate matters and real estate closings, you can call Joey at 478-374-1505. So now we'll jump into this point here that, I mean, may may be a maybe a little hard to jump into. <laughs> I would say uh, we said this before we got started, but I think uh, peaks and valleys. 
is what I've titled this uh, was what I've titled this section. I know we y'all have had great peaks, mm-hmm. and like every team in a season, there don't you you will fall into a valley. It's just how deep is that valley, and how long does it take you to get out of that valley? Of course. So uh, we'll have to talk about the successes and the unwanted slumps. So we'll start with the incredible uh, with the incredible stat that I know everyone will want to get back to once I say it. Earlier this season. Y'all started out and went for a ride, racking up W after W, getting on a 16-game win streak. So y'all beat Mobile, who was the number one team in the nation at that time once y'all went on that road trip. I know everybody was paying attention to that. I know it got uh, it got the attention of the SSAC as like the game of the week mm-hmm. and all. And it got everybody's attention because you knew this was uh, – y'all were going out there, number one team. Uh, who can dethrone Mobile? Because mm-hmm. they've always been, i say, one of the contenders, if not the, the team to beat in the SSAC uh, since I've gotten involved with oh, this, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. So y'all were able to beat them, but then along the way, unfortunately, uh, that, that win streak got snapped by William Carey in the second game, I believe. Yes. Yeah, in the second game. So let's kind of let's kind of talk about the win streak first, and then we'll talk about how uh, when things started going down when that, when that streak snapped. Yeah, the win streak was fun, mm-hmm. um, and definitely sweeping Mobile mm-hmm. when they're number one on their field. Mm-hmm. That was huge, mm-hmm. um, and the girls, mm-hmm. they wanted that. They mm-hmm. fought for that, and that, and, and <laughs> we got marble slab afterwards. That was mm-hmm. a thing that they were big on, getting ice cream with their two mm-hmm. scoops, but uh-huh. it was it was fun, and then the next day, uh, the first game with William Carey, I'll be honest, and, and it worked both sides, so you can't be mad. The umpire made both the pitchers throw middle. So mm-hmm. it was a high-scoring game. We won 8-7, to seven, and, I mean, it was just a, a very intense game. So second game, I mean, they're in the top 25. You know it's going to mm-hmm. be, you know, it's going to be a game. That second game, oh, it was it was, it was was definitely, it was tougher to score and, and move our runners and stuff with, you know, the strike zone kind of opened up. Um, but it was an extra inning game. And, again, mm-hmm. at, at their place, and they were able to just get that, that run before we could. Oh, absolutely, and uh, we'll kind of go back to the Mobile thing real quick. And those those were two very close games, if I don't remember. If I, oh, excuse me, if I remember correctly, I know game two ended up being just one to nothing, and I yeah. and I believe uh, wasn't it Alexis that drove in the mm-hmm. one only one, the one run that really got you on the board, and y'all were able to hang on and take and take that second win there to to capture that sweep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. which yeah. the first game don't get that was one of yeah. the games I always look back of mm-hmm. we hit the best because it was mm-hmm. six nothing we won mm-hmm. six to nothing, mm-hmm. but when it was just their bats like they were swinging like we usually swing they were working line drives they had so many gap shots and just burning people i remember georgia went right side just burnt mm-hmm. the right fielder but it was just we were hitting like us and that was a big game to to look back on because the second game and we did it a lot the second game we went for the long ball like our we just had a lot of pop-ups because mm-hmm. we were just trying to hit the long ball and it was so windy that day i was like why are we doing right. this mm-hmm. <laughs> any ball that did go up in there got caught so mm-hmm. um yeah no i'm just glad we got that one nothing win i'll take mm-hmm. a win over it but yeah that was um i always like thinking of that first game with mobile because they hit they truly and again when i said they fought for it they wanted it more than mm-hmm. anything to win those games and they it showed oh absolutely and uh, you know you know, you can look at a game like the six nothing win y'all got and think, well, y'all put up six runs and then pinched the shutout. But at the same time, you could say that that can still be considered a closed win because mm-hmm. you you got to think about the the effort that the pitchers had to be uh, had to put in too. You think about Mobile probably hit 
just as just as well as y'all did, but mm-hmm. pro- like you said, uh, close but no cigar with Mobile uh, on their end. But you got to think you probably had some base runners that that Beth had to fight to keep uh, mm-hmm. to keep stranded out there. You probably had a few hits surrendered here and there. You got to think, yeah, it wasn't close, but in the mind of the pitcher, oh. yeah, that it was close. <laughs> Anything can happen yeah. when you play that yeah. that caliber of team. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I remember our defense. We worked for a lot of lead outs that, that game, and, and it was just, they wanted it. They, it was no pressure they felt. They wanted everything that came their way that day, and you could see it on the field. Absolutely. So correct me if I'm wrong with this. Uh, um, unfortunately, just 10 days later, the same two teams show, oh. show up <laughs> here. So, uh, so I mean, y'all saw the same two teams, and look, this to me, and I, you may have a different opinion, but to me, that looked like when the slump began. Yeah, yeah, the, and and it's because we've had this conversation. Yeah, it's we played Mobile and William Carey, who are in the top of our conference and in the top of the nation. Mm-hmm. Two great teams, and there was no in between games. Like, mm-hmm. we played yeah. them within two weeks. and Wasn't there supposed to be? Our games with Faulkner got rained yeah. out, and yeah. then we had to yeah. move our Georgia Gwinnett games because of uh-huh. weather and okay. had to get. That's what I thought. Yeah. Get, so, we yeah. were supposed to, yes, yeah. but we didn't. Right. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. playing top teams, you're not going to hit as good as you would with those the, those teams that are lesser talent, you, 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 the best way I can put it. Right. It yeah. kind of, it did. It got into their heads, and it was like, be proud of what you did because last year we didn't even compete with William Carrier Mobile. And this year, out of eight games, we won five. Yeah. So be proud of it. But yeah. instead, it kind of beat us up mentally. Mm-hmm. It did. It took a toll on their mental state. And we're just trying to get back to where we were at the beginning of the season where we knew how talented we were and how much we wanted it. That's mm-hmm. where that's what I'm seeing right now is right. we've got to get back to that. Instead of beating ourselves up for playing good teams and not getting everything go our way, right? And, and and that's the one point that I that I made mention when I came on the field and talked to you before I left. The uh, yeah, but we played William Carey that Saturday, right? It was Mobile then William yeah. Carey, right? After the William Carey uh, second game, I came out there and the one positive the one positive point that you could get out of that is getting five out of eight. So mm-hmm. technically, that does. As on a season series, uh, between those two, you technically did win the season series, but everything else just kind of overshadowed that one positive point. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know how, yeah. how you let it do it, yeah. but it did. Yeah, it did. And, then, and that right there is the one. If I were one of the players, I would try to – like really focus on that one point. Of course, everything yeah, everything went wrong in that ten inning game. You could see where they had it in the bag, and then mm-hmm. just it just it just fell away. But that would be the one thing that I would try to keep it in mind is that, okay, we've won the season series. We're not seeing these girls until the conference tournament again. Now we now we've got we're not going to see them again. Now every game, and I've got written here too. Every and I got it in all caps. Every game counts for something now. Yes. Now you and you were able to escape the weekend with a one game lead. Mm-hmm. And I think, is it William Carey or Mobile that's just behind y'all? Both of them are tied. Oh, they're tied right yes. now? Okay, so yeah, a one-game lead on both of them. Yes. And that, that just kind of makes it a little bit more nerve-wracking. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you got to beat everybody now and pray for help from the lower-ranked teams. You and I texted mm-hmm. about this. and that, that, That's what kind of makes you nervous is that you've got to do your job, but you've also got to hope that the lower ranks that, Mo, that Mobile and William Carey are going to be facing – uh, and they still had to play each other, I believe. So yeah. they played each other yesterday, which okay. 
was the best mm-hmm. outcome possible because we ended up splitting with Faulkner, who mm-hmm. we didn't really necessarily need to split with, mm-hmm. and but they split too. Oh, so man. we're still a game ahead okay. because they split. Right. So if if one of them would have walked away with the sweep, mm-hmm. then we would we would lose our number one spot. Oh, okay. We would have so. Okay. Well, see that right there's a thing to kind of uh, kind of a sigh of relief moment there, <laughs> I would say. So you well, you got to pray for the uh, you really got to pray for the help from the lower ranks now that they've now that they're done with each other as far are they done with each no, other? No, not. So the end of so April they'll play each they'll other. Play again. Again. Oh, they got to play again. So see that right there's another thing to really mm-hmm. kind of keep your eye on. But until they get back to meeting each other again, you got to hope yeah. some of the lower ranked ones pull out. Uh, pull out some upsets, maybe. Please. <laughs> you gotta think about maybe a Stillman, maybe a maybe a scrappy Bruton Parker. Faulkner, don't or do Fa- what you did to us. Yeah, yeah, or Faulkner. I mean, you gotta look at Bruton Parker like, from the last time we were here, and that's another point. I've got the wins against Bruton Parker showed some promise after getting swept by Truett mm-hmm. McConnell, and you gotta think Truett McConnell. They've got they got so much better. Oh. Uh, uh, at, as, right after they came here, and we yes. were able to pull out those big. That was part of the win streak yes. that we all got into, and they got so much better since uh, since the last time we had seen them. Oh, I make the joke we pissed mm-hmm. them off. Oh yeah, because I've I been watching so. them ever since. And mm-hmm. I'm like, God, like yeah. they are going off, and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they looked good that mm-hmm. day we showed up. Mm-hmm. They did. And so that's from what I've heard, and I know I've um, I'm friends with a. Uh, with a man that has a daughter at Truett McConnell, and she even told me after the game, she said, uh, "This ain't the same team no. that, that I was, This ain't the same team that I saw last time that we came here. I, I'm talking about the the Cochran game, not the one up yeah. there." She said, "This ain't the same team that I saw last time we came here." She said, "Y'all are a lot more rough and scrappy, and <laughs> and like the, and started really putting up some runs." She said, "This is going to be a challenge for when y'all come up there." and Unfortunately, it flipped, flipped the other way. But I mean, but of course, you could say there was high praise given at that moment there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Oh yeah. So, but after those two wins, uh, still there doesn't seem to be any type of real consistency or real momentum regained. And I've got it in bold letters and underlined mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. No, no, no real consistency or momentum regained yet. So, what do you? Uh, it, I mean, do you share that point, or do you think that there's some that there's some something brewing there? A hundred percent, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Like we have lost. I, I mean, I guess someone could say a mojo. Like mm-hmm. I call it heart. Mm-hmm. We like where our heart is struggling right now because it's not like we've changed players. We've had a couple of people, you know, step up in the lineup. That I mean, we gotta have people that hit, and mm-hmm. so just a few have changed. But it's the want, like. Because we talked a lot in the fall about this team and how good this team was and mm-hmm. how much they loved each other, how much they fought for each other. And that has been one thing I've noticed that's just kind of gone away. And I don't know I don't know where it where it left, when it left. But, no, that's uh, – we've got to get our mojo back. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And the, mo- the, the moment that happens is when you're going to see that proverbial click – it's like okay, we're back, mm-hmm. and now let's keep this and go on another run like we did in the first third of the season. I would say. Yeah. And so and if the, and if that ever comes back, and especially with the end of the season coming coming faster and faster, you can get that back going into the tournament. Mm. Especially, well, actually, you would hope to get that back before you see Georgia Gwinnett again because that was the big, that was the one first big win that I would say that y'all got yes. was at the time they were ranked 14th at, the, at that moment yes. they were ranked 14th and I think that's I think that was the really big confidence boost that like shot y'all that was mm-hmm. like okay 
we're about to go do something. Yeah. yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. But no, I mean, and like you said, mm-hmm. like we still have mm-hmm. half of conference games to go. Mm-hmm. So we have to get it back. Mm-hmm. Like we're capable of getting it back. We just have to get it back mm-hmm. and, and take it on the rest of the year. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, because we see Gwinnett at the end of the month, which is going to hopefully prepare us in going into conference mm-hmm. tournament um, with their pitching because they, they do have some of the best pitching we've seen. So. Oh, absolutely. I don't know one – well, one big doubleheader y'all got coming up, I know sometime soon, I don't know exactly when, was uh, well, you got Stillman who has uh-huh. uh, uh, Stillman who has gotten a lot, uh, seems to have gotten better. I know they uh, have really caused some problems with, uh, wasn't it Mobile you told me? or They, or they, they split with yeah. Mo, um, yes. William Carey well, and Mobile. Okay, they split with it. See, mm-hmm. you got, I mean, they seem to have really got, gained a little bit of mojo there. And yeah. they really, because uh, when they came here, that was part of, that, that was another sweep. That was part of the winning streak there. So you got to think people are people are gaining mojo, and that mm-hmm. we've uh, and now y'all are are having to find it or get it or get yeah. y'all's back. Yeah. Yes. No, Stillman's definitely hot, and yeah. they play um, William Carey and mm-hmm. Mobile this weekend. So mm-hmm. let them stay hot for this weekend, and then next yeah. weekend when we have to see them, maybe yeah. they can lose some. Mojo. Yeah. Let's hope they drop it <laughs> off a little bit or, or lose, yeah. lose it somewhere. <laughs> so we haven't really broken down the pitching staff yet in in detail per se. So there wasn't really oh excuse me there there was a much welcome change in that area compared to last season. Uh, after being limited to Beth Eddins and Mackenzie Silva last season, we both used the same description as to say that y'all have a rotation now. Mm-hmm. I mean you've got you've got options to choose from. Beth uh, and Maddie Riggins have done a great job of carrying the majority of the load this season. But I'd like I'd like you to break down the entire staff because you've seen it all in detail. Uh, of, of how they've done this year, whoever has seen action in the circle, because I know I've only seen Beth, Maddie, and Mackenzie Silva, and well, Beth and Maddie as a majority, but I've, I've seen that I've seen one outing or a, uh, Silva coming in, in in relief. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like last year, yeah, we had pretty mm-hmm. much two mm-hmm. go-to pitchers that we relied on, and this year we have we have a little bit more of a staff. Mm-hmm. Um, Beth, Beth is just phenomenal she's Mm -hmm. a bulldog in the circle she holds her own like she Mm -hmm. loves the game and and that's just someone that you know Mm -hmm. we do count on starting us off for the day Mm -hmm. um and and riggins has stepped up she has truly stepped up in the circle because she like i mean we said it in the fall she can play anywhere she's just a a competitor who who loves the game um but she has actually stepped up into a circle and been big for us i know georgia Gwinnett was her biggest day to kind of take game two on um Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mac went through an injury. She got hit in the head, and and yeah. so she was out for a while. But she's making a great comeback. She's always ready to go in the bullpen. She's always ready to come in at any moment in the game. So having that person to be able to count on and say, "Hey, let's go get us out of trouble," it is just so nice and and it's good relief to have mm-hmm. um, and, and have confidence in all three of them to be able to handle a game and handle situations and handle pressure. It's just, it helps coming from off of last year for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially having, like, like, like we said, having that limited, uh, the limited options really just mm-hmm. two, two of them are having to really carry the low. And I mean, they want, if something were to happen to those two, I mean, you're kind of, kind of going on fumes per se, I, I would say, but now, Looking at the other pitchers that you've had, I know you've got uh, uh, what's her name? Last last name Campbell. KK. Uh, yeah, KK. Mm-hmm. Uh, has she gotten any uh, gotten any reps as as a pitcher this year? 
She did early on. Uh, early on. She okay. actually went in on Truett's games when they okay. were here. Okay. Um, that's, that's right. I remember seeing that now. The hard yeah. thing with KK as yeah. a pitcher is her mm. bat. Right. Yeah. Her bat is so good, and she's come up mm-hmm. in a lot of pinch hit situations mm-hmm. and has done great for us. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of you don't want to burn her in the circle right. when you may need her at the plate to come in you. in tough I, situations. I got you. So that was a uh, not necessarily a calculated risk, I would say, but that I mean. That that was a decision to be made where I guess you could say offense will out, will outweigh her defense per se. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It makes sense. It makes sense. But going back, to, I'll kind of piggyback on your point about Beth too. She's that, uh, like you said, the bulldog, the ice in the veins type of mm-hmm. play. I could tell you could tell like if if she gives up a hit, I've never really noticed a change in her demeanor out there in the circle. At least. There, there may may have been a change a time or two out there, but she's she's really good at not showing it. Mm-hmm. Like you can see where I mean, she'll get back in the circle, take that deep breath, kind of gather herself, and I would say with in a scenario like that, with the moment a pitcher begins to show that they're frustrated, okay, now they're they're about to go they're about to go downhill. Yeah, yeah, that's how it usually happens. Yeah, yeah, and and Beth's not mm-hmm. perfect, right? But yeah. she knows when to mm-hmm. have her moments and her yeah. times, and usually mm-hmm. it's in the dugout when she comes yeah. and gets her drink and just stands there and focuses on her breathing. Mm-hmm. But she will not give you the satisfaction of showing you in the circle. Oh, absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right, and, and and that right there's the that right there's the way to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go go find your place in the dugout and away from everybody. I mean, maybe let. I mean, uh, one or two people are gonna show are gonna see you. I mean, not, not not necessarily freak out, but like get get in there, kind of gather yourself, and then all right, take a drink and get go back up there and get back to work. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, well, because we're big on the cheer fence. Right. So yeah, if she yeah. needs to go to the in the dugout and breathe, mm-hmm. let her breathe, oh, yeah. and, and y'all get the cheering going. She'll mm-hmm. be there in a minute. She'll mm-hmm. not. She won't let you down. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it kind of goes. It, it kind of makes me think of. I know there's a lot of major league baseball examples to say if a pitcher is throwing a no hitter, they'll they don't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, it comes to a, a time where I mean, she might have messed up in the last frame or whatever, allowed a run or two, wasn't able to. Uh, gave up a couple of hits that she shouldn't have given up or whatever errors were made and uh, go over there sit in the corner and just get away from everybody mm-hmm. and then then come back once you've gathered yourself all right I'm good to go let's go yeah yeah so the next uh, next point I, I thought of this this morning and I thought it would be a great question to ask and it's about a dark horse uh, a dark horse player so I mean I look at this description as somebody who makes a big impact despite not consistently being in the game. And that could go, uh, that could go for being a maybe a pinch runner or, and ever so often going in to play a position like in a late innings, or maybe if somebody gets hurt, you put the you you take this player and you put them in in this position. So does anybody fit the description of a dark horse to you on this roster? Okay, say it again. I mean, to me, I look at the description of a dark horse as somebody who who makes an impact despite not consistently being on the field, whether it be like. A go-to pinch, uh, a go-to pinch runner, or somebody that you think, uh, okay, I'm getting her and I'm putting her in this position because this person looks winded or they look like they might have hurt themselves. Or, so I mean, and again, we've had we have so much depth. There's so yeah. much talent on the yeah. bench, but there's a few people like mm-hmm. Christina. Um, yeah. She was such a great pinch hitter mm-hmm. and coming in clutch. 
that it's gotten her to the point where, I mean, heck, it's gotten in my head that I can't have that on the bench. Like, that's mm-hmm. got to be in the lineup. Mm-hmm. And she's leading all for us right now, and mm-hmm. she's doing a tremendous job at it. So that's definitely one of those players who oh, yeah. who came off the bench and, and is holding her own. Mm-hmm. Um, Carmen Phillips is always one person that I know in my head, mm-hmm. like, if we need a run, that's who I, I need someone to get on base so right. I can pinch run her because right. she's so fast, mm-hmm. but she's smart. Like, she will make stuff happen. She'll read people. She, she will try and advance when she can. Um, and so that's one person to come in on the bases. Um, but KK, mm-hmm. KK's yeah. that person that, that if I see someone that's just not mentally at the plate, who, who's just beating themselves a little up too much, I have to go to KK because KK likes those moments. KK mm-hmm. wants to come in and, and do her job because she does love love offense. So mm-hmm. she's she's definitely one of those people that can help us in those scenarios. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's a few of them. Right. You know, and, and Mackenzie's always there when we if we need her. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, we do have a staff that can hold their own, but – you do have her at any moment that can come in and throw people off. But mm-hmm. I love keeping her where we are right now because going into conference tournament, not many people are going to have seen her, right. and that's going to help out a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, especially if you've got a limited sample size. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, that, that, that can kind of worry a team or, certain, or maybe certain players on a team to where, okay, I've seen her before. But not enough to really establish mm-hmm. what I what I know. Like a certain she she's gonna go to a certain pitch mm-hmm. in a certain count and throw it in a certain location. It's like I haven't seen her enough to know yeah. like what what her real strategy is. So yeah. that, that right there's a good advantage, a really a good personal advantage to have. Yeah. You know when I when I wrote this question down, I would say I, I probably should have thought about Christina because I know there's been at least twice she's had walk off hits. Yeah. I know it was in the Georgia in Georgia Gwinnett and mm-hmm. here uh, Thomas Tom, the Thomas mm-hmm. game. That's right. That that was a that, that was a huge hit. That was huge. And it was it was like one it was like her first or second swing in that at bat and just yep. pow going the opposite way. Mm-hmm. I was, and I mean she, she just jogged it off to first like okay that's getting down All right, we're yep. finished yep. yeah. But yeah the the one person I really did have in mind when I wrote this question down was Carmen because I've noticed I mean it was uh, every time somebody reaches I know it's almost like a go to for you mm-hmm. you're you're calling Carmen out there it's like well. I mean, she is she is really fast, and it goes back to the point of smart base running. I can tell it like she is smart. I can see where in her eyes, is, like a ball may get by the catcher's, like no, that that didn't go far enough. I'm staying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she definitely likes to read mm-hmm. stuff, and mm-hmm. and she'll be. Mm-hmm. I like how she'll get around tags and stuff. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's it's vital, but it just has to be the perfect situation for her to put her in there because I don't want to waste it. Right. Yeah. You only get the mm-hmm. user once. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to use her right. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and that really goes to the point. Uh, I'll we'll circle back to the base running point about with everybody. And I've kind of noticed that most of these runners, if not all of them, are really good about getting around tags, especially like mm-hmm. when they steal the base. About you know that you all that you're always told to like to really miss a tag. Like if you're stealing second or even third, I mean you always want to try to slide towards the back part of that bag, mm-hmm. give that second baseman or shortstop whoever covers that bag, make them really reach for you. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. Dude, you you honestly got to know uh, where and when to go. Yeah, some yeah. of the most impressive like mm-hmm. ones getting around the bag is Logan. Like Logan oh, yeah. has done a couple. I'm like, oh my god, that was amazing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's she's definitely really good at it. Um, Summer will sneak some around too. A lot of them are really good at it, but Logan has made me kind of giggle sometimes. I'm yeah. like, dang, that was good. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. 
So now we'll go. Uh, we're we're approaching the end here, so I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to, and I don't think we need to end on a negative note. Mm-hmm. So let, let's talk about what y'all have pulled off. Or the, I've got this section entitled "History Made Slash In the Making." Yeah. So like let, let, let's talk about what y'all have pulled off for the first time in school history. But the team became nationally ranked for the first time ever. So they started off twenty second, which was. Didn't y'all go into Georgia Gwinnett, or did y'all come out ranked 22nd? Came out. You came out ranked. Mm-hmm. So that game put was the one that made the history. Yep. I'll say you 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 uh, you sweep number 14, and that shoots you into the rankings. Mm-hmm. And I believe started it out in 22nd, made us uh, made a jump to 15th, I believe, yep. then a small little jump to 13th, and now y'all sit on the very border of the top 10 at number 11 right now. I think. We're a week away from the new poll, I think. Yes. One week away, I think. I was trying to figure that out yesterday, and I, I was tracing the dates. I was like, okay, it's every two weeks. Yeah. I was thinking, like, okay, <laughs> yesterday was supposed to be a new poll. I was like, oh. Because, no, because normally, like, in a in a scenario of, like, football, like, there is a new poll every week. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like with, like, with college football, like, it's every week another, mm-hmm. another ranking comes out. With softball, I, I got so confused. I was like, I had my eyes glued to the You're screen. Looking. I was looking for it because I, I was trying to update this uh, stuff. It'll be uh, next Wednesday at 11. Gotcha, gotcha. But the huge thing here is that they have yet to fall, or that y'all have yet to fall in the ranking. It's uh, just like the phrase goes, "I've got nowhere to go but up," mm-hmm. and that's and that's what y'all have done. I mean, y'all, mm-hmm. it, even though y'all made a, y'all may have split with somebody, pulled off just that one run, uh, that one win, or even re- recorded the double headers all the way to this point, not double headers, the sweeps. Y'all have yet to fall. So your response as I want, I want your response to being the coach of a nationally ranked softball team and being so close to breaking into the top ten. I mean, last year really mm-hmm. did a lot for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we only received votes one time. And when I tell you every single one of us took it personally, we uh, really did. I bet, yeah. And that was something that we kept harping on in the fall was like, we're going to earn it. People are going to know who we are. And, and we want them to know who we are. Mm-hmm. And that's... I mean, that's how we came out. That's how we started. That's how we went into Georgia Gwinnett. I mean, the vibes we had that day were just incredible. Um, and, and it keeps going up. It's such a good feeling when you see it because you're like, all right, we finally, people finally got to see us. Um, but we got to keep, we just got to get back to that. That's my biggest hope. Because, um, yes, you have nowhere to go but up, mm-hmm. but you can also fall. And oh, yeah. Okay. That's something that I just, we're too good to, to just roll over and die. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't fall. We have mm-hmm. to keep our heads going and, and stay focused on the prize and, and have a purpose. And, and that's something that I think all of us need to get back to the little things of, hey, mm-hmm. we, we did it, but let's keep it going. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And you think that, I mean, you've jumped, I mean, you've been ranked, uh, we'll, we'll start off with us, one, two, three. So that's four different polls. You've, I mean, you've stayed in. You've gone nowhere but, like you said, I mean, yeah, you've got nowhere to go but up, but, like, there is that big risk of, like, yeah, the next poll, you could fall seven spots. You could fall just one spot or whatever mm-hmm. after getting splits or getting swept. But, yeah, but you've, y'all have jumped up too far to fall off now. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we're, it's almost into that top ten. You want to – in this back half of the conference schedule, you want to go through – and sweep the teams you've already swept. You don't want to. You don't want to slip up in any area. Mm-hmm. Like we said in the uh, slump point that we made, every game counts for something now. Yeah. I mean, so you can't let 
you can't take anything for granted. You don't want to go through and get one of these lower-ranked conference uh, teams that may be fifth or sixth. You know, you sit in first right now. You don't want to go play number five or six and just take them for granted. It's like, oh, we've got this. And you, you, you go in there with that kind of mindset, you're going to come out being swept. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Mm-hmm. Our destiny's in our hands right now, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where we need it and mm-hmm. where we want it. Mm-hmm. But that's where moving forward is so vital for us to be focused on with positives because we don't want to be able to have to count on someone like the lower ranks to, to upset mm-hmm. someone. We don't want it in other people's hands because last year it was in other people's hands. Yeah, this absolutely. year we have it in ours, so let's control our destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that we, we're going to go focus on today when we get on the field. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I'm really hoping – that once this next poll comes out, that y'all will crack, that y'all will crack the top ten, and I'm hoping it's not just eleven to ten. I hope y'all jump up for, I mean, three or four spots at least, going from like eleven to seven or eleven to six, at least there. I mean, I would say, but hey, it, that's up to the voters. I mean, th- those these types of polls, with whether it be in any sport, I mean, it's going to come out, and there's going to be somebody disagree with the ranking. But I hope that y'all jump up further into the top ten, except. Uh, Aside from just number 10. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be fun to see single digits. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. So, final point here I'll say. So, uh, put it in college terms. I know midterms have already passed. I mean, that's already happened before. So, let's kind of, and we're already uh, past halfway in this season. I'm actually kind of late with this. But, let's give this team a midterm grade, in in, in your own opinion. And what, and final, and keys to a big finish for this team as y'all head uh, for, a, for, a strong, for a strong finish to get into it, to, cap, to capture a conference title and get into a regional that y'all just missed last year? I don't, I mean, like in a, a grade, what do you mean by? Well, I mean, because. Yeah, I know, I know the term grade is kind of vague. I mean, you could you could get it a letter grade, or you can yeah. just put it in words. I mean, it doesn't matter how you say. You could tell, uh, put it in a letter grade, put it in words. I don't care. I mean, it's just this season's been so great, so many accomplishments, and just so many positives. Mm-hmm. And and so that's that's definitely an A for all of us. Just an improvement from last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's not over. And mm-hmm. you have a lot of important games coming up that you have to focus on, and you have to. I mean, we have to. We need to sweep. We have to. Like, mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and say it. So, getting back, if we can make the adjustments that we need to make, and again, it's today's a new day. We're capable of getting back on finding our heart for the game and and fight. Um, but if we're able to do that then it should be a A-plus year. It really should. Um, but if it's just it's what we're capable of doing moving forward. Um, and I'm not trying to be negative or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just I, I'm realistic. If we don't fix the things that we're struggling with right, right now, right. then, I mean, we see Faulkner again Saturday. We just split with them yesterday. Mm-hmm. So we have to be able to – make the adjustments going into those and, and take two wins from them because that's going to be important. I mean, they're a fifth-place team. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't want to lose your destiny with with teams like that. So gotcha. it's just focusing, moving forward of, of wanting it, want to, to want to win, want to win out, have those gotcha. goals. So. I got you. 
Well, my final question would be: so uh, you mentioned Faulkner is up is up on Saturday. Is there somebody before that, or, or are they the next team up? Yeah, no, the, it would have been Talladega, but they forfeited their season, so it's just okay. Faulkner. Um, just and Faulkner, then we okay. have Coastal next Tuesday, which is non-conference. But right. then we'll go to Blue Mountain and Stillman right. on the weekend, and so right. those again, Stillman's hot. Yeah, those are four huge games that we have yeah. to be focused on on taking. We absolutely. do. Oh, absolutely. So I couldn't agree more, and I'll say that. I guess one way that I would that I would try to or one piece of advice that I would give towards y'all is I know Mark Rick, the guy that used to coach the Georgia Bulldogs, mm-hmm. he at one time had a uh, a season motto called "Finish the Drill" for the football team. So I mean, the way this the way the scenario that this team looks to have found themselves in, so that's all you got to do: finish the drill. I mean, the, the like you said, the destiny is in your control. The don't let it slip and finish the drill. Yeah, that's and, it. And of course, I know you you we you said this in our uh, Instagram live that we did. I asked you if the team had like a, a a motto that they go by and that they went by, and you mentioned row the boat. Yeah. So I mean, I'd say you put those two together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that right, those two kind of fit hand in hand. I would say row the boat mm-hmm. and finish the darn drill. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, just kind of. Keep the focus. Don't let it slip. I'll say as as some parting words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have any closing thoughts, or do you think we've covered everything? No, it's been a great yeah. conversation. I thank mm-hmm. you for keeping up with us, your support, oh, yeah. um, and just keep watching us finish the drill. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be it for episode eighteen. So let's thank our sponsors one more time: the Law Office of Joseph I. Margin, the Riles Drugstore. Jointly with Riles Outfitters, the Merchants and Citizens Bank, Milton CPA Services, Vineyard Doodles, the Cannon Law Firm, and Calico's. Thank you so much for joining me today. Be sure to tune in soon when I sit down with Addie Renfro. Until next time, remember that you've got what it takes, but it'll take all you got.